Welcome to the Podiatry Business Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnella, podiatrist and health business mentor. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring podiatry clinic owners to make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to episode number 32 of the Podiatry Business Podcast with myself, Lorcan O'Donnell, podiatrist and health business mentor. So the title of today's podcast is Put Your Patients Into Treatment Packages. So um, if you've ever worked for um, me or you know any of my staff or spoken to them, you'll, you'll quite quickly realize that, that we put about 90% of our patients, I'm, I'm not now really talking about routine chiropathy, although we can do so if we need to, but I'm talking about more like MSK, Veruca treatments and so forth. We put about 90% of our patients into treatment packages. Um, and I'm quite passionate that that's done. And I, I keep a really close eye on what our staff are doing and their, their, their clinical reasoning and why they're deciding to put patients into packages or not, whether it's appropriate. And I feel the vast majority of patients should be going into packages. And I'll explain why. So I used to hate, and I still hate, when a patient would come in and they would have a certain condition. And you would lay out, look, this is what it is. This is my diagnosis. This is what we're going to probably have to do. And we will start treatment and it's going to take X time. Let's say it takes for example, six weeks, and the patient would get, you know, 75% better. They'd be primarily out of pain or almost completely out of pain, significantly improved, but not fixed. And you knew as a podiatrist, as a, as a clinician, that you just weren't fixed. And you needed that extra few weeks to get them to the point where not only were they out of pain, but the problem was not going to reoccur, that you had rehabilitated them properly. And the patient would drop out early. They might stop two, three you know, appointments too early or, you know, 70% of the way through. And the reason that they were doing it was that they were finding it hard to justify to themselves the reason for coming back and going for that appointment, the reason for coming back and spending money on something that they felt was pretty much sorted and they had gotten better. I just found that so frustrating because I knew what was going to happen is that patient problem would reoccur maybe in six months, maybe in a year. And if I was lucky, they'd come back to my clinic and they'd, they'd give out to me that you haven't fixed me forever. If I was unlucky, which is what happens in the vast majority of cases, is that that patient goes to another clinic and they badmouth your clinic because you, they spent money with you and you didn't fix them, even though you know and I know that they were not compliant. Think about those patients that come into you and they mentioned that they've been to four or five different um, clinicians over the last year, two years, with the problem that they're now presenting to you with, and they're now bad mouthing you to all, uh, bad mouthing rather to you about all of those other clinicians and how they wasted their money. And it's not that you're some sort of genius and that those clinicians are not. It's that in all likelihood, we all tend to do very similar treatments, and. It's that the patient wasn't patient and didn't stick with the plan of care and, and didn't see it through. 
And they're in all likelihood like going to do the exact same thing to you that they've done to three or four or five other people beforehand. And you'll be added to the list of people who have conned them out of money. And this really drove me nuts. It still drives me nuts. It, 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 to the point now where I will actually tell my staff, if the patient is not willing to stick with the plan of care, if they tell you on the first appointment, I'm not going to do that, I just want to do this or that, that we were, we let them know, look, this is not the right clinic for you. We, we don't do it half half-assed we do it all the way through or we don't do it so i tried to come up with a solution to solve this and the solution was to try and get patients to book multiple appointments in advance and we kind of roll that on and to work really hard on the psychology of why they were not compliant what their barriers were and to get them to um overcome those barriers and we worked hard on it now that really did improve the situation, but it still was happening far more than I wanted it to. Um, I used to run a physiotherapy clinic, um, which I closed down um, earlier this year because the prof- the podiatry clinic was, to be honest, more profitable and we needed a space. Um, and I found that when I measured our physiotherapists outcomes a number of years ago that more than 50% of the patients that presented with an issue were not being discharged by our clinicians. They were self-discharging too early without having reached their goals. And I'm sure something similar was happening in the podiatry clinic. Maybe not quite as bad, but it was certainly happening. And I just thought this was an indictment of us as a clinic. And what was happening essentially was that the patient was unsure of what was happening, what they they had, how long it was going to take, and so forth. So um, I have a, an autistic eight-year-old, and as part of the treatment, myself and my wife, we go uh, regularly to a clinical psychologist to get insights on how to help my daughter. And one of the things that she mentioned to me, which I found very interesting, was she said that the brain hates uncertainty. When the brain has uncertainty, it causes anxiety to that person. So to avoid the anxiety, what happens is they avoid making any decision. They avoid that uncertainty. So if we think about it with our patients, if a patient comes into you with a condition and you can't lay out for them, A, what the problem is, you can't give them a diagnosis, B, you can't give them an very accurate or as close to accurate idea of how long it's going to take to get them better i.e what is what effort or what are you expecting of them to put in and see what it's going to cost them that is uncertainty and that uncertainty will cause anxiety and cause that patient to avoid making a decision on the treatment now in in fact what tends to happen is that that patient will they'll give you a go. Now, they may not say this to you, but they'll book in for maybe one or two or three appointments if you're lucky. And if after two or three appointments, they're not seeing significant improvement, even though you've told them on the first appointment it could take six or eight weeks, they will drop off and not get continue with treatment with you. And you haven't helped them achieve it. And this was still happening for me and for my clients or for my staff. So... What we decided to do in our clinic, we sat down and we we worked out what to do. We decided we would put our patients into packages of care. And how this works is a patient will come in with a particular issue. 
and they will be told what a diagnosis of what it is. They'll be told of as good as we can be, as accurate as we can be. Now, obviously, we can't be 100% accurate, but we're pretty skilled at what we do, and we know how to tell a patient what they have, and, and we have a very good idea of how long it will take. We will tell them how long it will take to fix them, give or take. We will help them to, to, uh, to set a goal or an outcome. Now, now, obviously, there's terms and conditions with this that you know we cannot guarantee to you that we're going to be able to fix you in this time frame, but we will do our damnedest to do so. And that the average patient that presents like something like this, this is what we find works if they do A, B, C, D, and they are compliant with it. And we set a time frame for this package. So it's not an open-ended package. Um, and I'll give an example in a moment. And we will see that patient as often as is needed to be seen in that time frame at a set price. So an example would be a patient who comes in and has an Achilles tendon issue. And they've been to four or five other um, clinicians over the previous two years. And they're not following up on treatment sufficiently. They're dropping out too soon because we all know Achilles tendinopathy is slow. So we will put them into an Achilles tendon treatment package, which is a X price over X period of time. So uh, top of my head, uh, um, it's approximately a 12-week package in my clinic at a set price. And we tell that patient, we will see you as often as we need to see you over that 12 weeks to at no additional cost to get you where we need to get you. Now we know when we start with most patients how often approximately we will see that patient. But there will be the odd patient that we'll need to see more often. And if that's the case, that's what we will do and we charge no extra. That gives that patient some certainty and it allows them to remove the uncertainty and hence the anxiety of what it is they're entering into as much as we possibly can. Um, it removes the barrier that is there due to payment. So if you think about it, if you're currently, as most are, charging your patients every time they come in, i.e. you book one appointment at a time and that patient comes in and they pay for every appointment at a time, we remove that barrier. That's a difficult thing. They have to come in, they have to justify to themselves every time they come and see you why they have to take their wallet out and spend more money. Now, this is all happening subconsciously, but it is happening. And it's a significant barrier that you have to come o- overcome every time you treat them. With us, they only over have to overcome it on the first appointment because we make them either pay for it on the first appointment in full, and believe it or not, over 50% of patients do so, or they can have a payment plan which they sign up to um, using direct debit. So that way they make a commitment to go ahead with the treatment. And because it's direct debit, they don't have to come in every time, take their wallet out and pay for it. They just get to book four, five, six appointments in advance as much as their schedule can tell them and as much as we can figure out how far advance we're going to need to see them. They just walk in. They don't hardly just say hello to the reception, straight in, have treatment and straight out all sorted, no need to be coming over, getting receipts, any of that kind of stuff. So that barrier from payment is removed, and that's a huge thing. It also allows my clinicians greater freedom to get on with the treatment. So they don't have to feel 
that they have to justify every time bringing the patient in because I'm going to charge them whatever it is I'm going to charge them 50, 60 pounds, 70 pounds, whatever it happens to be. So if you think about it, if you have a staff member who's seeing a patient, they have a conversation in their head subconsciously where they're saying, if I bring this guy back in, I've seen him Monday, if I bring him back in on Thursday, I'm going to charge him another 60 quid. I really only need, I'm not going to do a huge amount, even though it would help to see him. So therefore, I'll leave it another week or 10 days. And that will slow down that patient's outcome. It will mean there's less likelihood of compliance, less and, and not as good an outcome. So that's removed. I tell my staff, if you want to see that guy every single day because he needs to be seen every single day, that's no problem. You'll get no argument from me. As long as you can justify why he's on that package and why you're seeing him and how, that you're making progress, that's fine. You'll get the odd patient that you will find that you will make a loss that they're seen so often because they need to be and maybe they get to be seen for longer than the time scale just to get them sorted that you end up overall making a loss on them. But it's worth it because what it does is it means that all of those other patients who sign up get much better outcomes. You get much greater patient compliance. You get much greater outcomes because of that compliance. You get much happier patients, much happier clinicians who don't feel under pressure and stressed about having to take money off a patient every time they see them and justify why they're doing X, Y, or Z. We will still have, of course, patients who come in and it's not appropriate to put them into a package. It's They're not going to be seen very often. It's more appropriate that they just go into the old-fashioned page you go and it's those patients that we tend to find we get complaints from and usually the complaint is that i'm not getting better fast enough and usually it's because that patient isn't coming in as often as the patient who's in a package because they didn't want to pay for it or they're they cancelled that appointment that we felt was appropriate because simply they didn't want to make the effort they didn't want to pay for it again so this all leads to, by putting your patients into packages, this all leads to, as I said, greater patient compliance, greater outcomes, happier staff, and your business will boom as a result because you get the name of a clinic that actually is able to get patients over the line because those patients will stick with it. And as a result, you will get greater referrals from uh friends and family of those people from other medics who hear that you're able to fix the kind of patient that's been coming into them for two or three years and no one else could fix them um, and your business will grow and that's a good thing for all of the people involved in your business for you for the stability of the business for your staff because they've a much more secure job a happier work environment and for your patients which is most important because they get that outcome that they couldn't get in other clinics so um, if you want a bit more information on this, I go through this in a lot more detail in my book, um, Podiatry Business Success Secrets, which is available off Amazon um, at full price, or you can order it from my website for free. Just pay international postage and I'll send you a free copy. Um, if you uh, want a copy straight away, feel free to email me and I am quite happy to um, give anybody who wants it a free uh, digital version of the book, No Hassle at All, because I want that book out there. I want podiatrists and other health practitioners, not just podiatrists, reading the book, getting these ideas and implementing them in their business so that they end up with a better quality business, a better quality life, and 
financial freedom, um, which is what we're all looking for. So until next week, this is uh, Lorcan Donnella signing out.